Hi, this is 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication from Health Communication Partners. I'm Dr. Anne-Marie Liebel, and today I'm talking to Dr. Paul Ranelli from the University of Minnesota College of Pharmacy's Duluth campus. Dr. Ranelli tells us how he and his students deal with a problem that pharmacists often face during their brief patient encounters, and how education is at its most powerful when it's both ways. Welcome to 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication with Dr. Anne-Marie Liebel. Providing you with tips and strategies you can use to improve your patient engagement. If you haven't already, check out my audiobook bundle, Addressing Implicit Bias. It's a research-based approach with practical advice I made for you. And right now, it's only 19 bucks. Available for immediate download on healthcommunicationpartners.com. You'll be supporting this podcast series and your own professional growth. Welcome to the show. Today, I'm talking via Skype with Dr. Paul Ranelli. Dr. Ranelli is professor of social pharmacy at University of Minnesota College of Pharmacy's Duluth campus. Welcome to the show, Paul. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Now, you and I know each other because we're both members of the Social Medicine Consortium, but I wonder if you could tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do. Okay. I am, as you said, a professor of social pharmacy, and I am a pharmacist and have my PhD in social pharmacy from the University of Wisconsin-Madison. What's one of the problems in the area of provider-patient communication that you've found yourself facing frequently? Probably I can boil that down to two main areas that uh, I focus in on in my research and in teaching with students. And it's two uh, phrases that I use, and that's information gathering and information giving. Hmm. Uh, pharmacy, uh, since we have a our tradition is we have a medication, a drug to give, and we talk about that. We give information about this drug. What are you going to use? How, how you're going to use it? How you're going mm-hmm. to take it? But we don't gather information from that patient, enough information to help us be a better giver. I get what you're saying. Having been to a pharmacy, right? I expect that just information is going to be given to me. Uh-huh. Can you talk to me a little bit more about what you mean on the gathering side? Well, there are... The idea is to bring the patient, the the medication user, into the conversation to make them part of what you need to help them use their medication more wisely or Mm. better. I'd like to know what the patient knows already. So if I have to give information, I can fill in the gaps that of things they don't know already, or I can check on the things that they they know and see if I need to make some corrections. And so what information do you need? Sorry, that sounds like, that's what I'm thinking, really powerful for the patient. It seems like the information gathering has has a lot to do with your wanting to help the patient and right. that that's a very powerful stance to take. But I also get the sense that as a provider, you feel like you stand to gain from this gathering of information as well. Oh, absolutely, because it makes me a better giver or counselor about medicines. And I also am developing a relationship with the patient, sort of seeing if we can be in concordance with what they're thinking, what they know about the medicine, and and having them be a partner 
mm. and seeing if we can be in concordance rather than just a, a, a like you would say an empty slate or an empty bucket of information and I, I sometimes call it like a it's better to be uh, balanced in gathering and giving than to be just a jukebox as if you put money in the jukebox uh, it used to be a quarter maybe it costs more than that today but uh, and then, the, and then you just spit out the drug information when your music, when when your selection comes on. You know? <laughs> uh, now, in defense of us as educators, many of our students, that's what we're training them to do because they're they are drug experts in the healthcare field, and they don't have they we don't spend enough time in our educational process. I think in the gathering part. And that's what I was going to ask you. So, how do you help your students deal with? It sounds like there would be a lot of obstacles. You're talking about kind of the institutional pressure or the history of the field as a pressure toward um, the giving of information. Have you noticed other obstacles to focusing on the gathering? Well, yes. Sometimes it's uh, the, the response I get when I bring this concept up is, well, we don't have enough time to do that. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I can say that's probably true. In some cases, however, what I use, I give examples of what you can do in a very short period of time to make that connection with the patient and gather some information. What have you and the physician talked about about this medication beforehand? Because most of the time in a community setting, which maybe your experience has been mostly in an ambulatory setting, the pharmacist doesn't have the same uh, information available to them of what happened to the patient before they come into the pharmacy. So uh, oh. the records are not as, they're getting better, but there's not that record sharing before they come to your pharmacy. In gathering information, that actually helps you feel more comfortable and confident. I mean, simply put, many medicines have lots of different uses. That makes a lot of sense. That's what I'm thinking yeah. about the information that you have. I mean, it took you, what, three or four seconds to ask that the question, you know, what did right. you and the physician talk about earlier or have you used this before? It takes seconds to ask that. And right. the differences in the answers you could get could mean very different things for the information that you're going to then give the patient. Oh, absolutely. Yes, there are times when the time is, is very brief. Um, and and patients and you uh, humans, we all have things to do. We have a car to catch, a child who's uh, not very happy because they're ill, and, and it doesn't make the best environment for communication. So you have 30 seconds. So you gather two pieces of information, and you give out the most important pieces of information that that mother, father, or adult user needs to know about the medicine at that particular point in time. Then you set up a I give them a business card or you set up a time, can I call you later? Or can one of our pharmacists call you later at home to talk a little bit more about this or find out how you're doing on this? It's very simple. That can be done in a minute, 30 seconds. Um, you were talking about being conscious of of that person's situation, the crying child, the having to rush to get a bus, keeping that in mind and being strategic about yeah. the important things they need to know before they leave. I like what you said about giving them a card for a time when it's better for them to talk so you can go over some of the other information. Yeah, that has worked in my practice. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not a practitioner much anymore. I'm a educator now, been at it for a number of years. Uh, but in my practice, when I was practicing, those kind of little uh, tips have helped me as a practitioner. And they're also bringing in 
the idea that you're just not a giving machine or information giving machine. You're you're actually trying to make a relationship with the patient. Thank you so much for oh, that. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Appreciate your being on the show today. Well, thank you very much for having me. Thanks, everybody. This has been 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication. I'm Dr. Anne-Marie Liebel with today's guest, Dr. Paul Ranelli. Thank you again, Paul. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks for listening to 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication from Health Communication Partners, LLC. Find us at healthcommunicationpartners.com.